listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 11, where we will be discussing chapter 15, High and Dry. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. Woo woo! Yeah. We are going to be talking about Chain of Gold, no spoilers, of course, and a few little chit chatty things. So if you are not interested, you can go ahead and skip ahead to the eight minute mark. So this week, something really exciting happened. Tell us. Well, I mean, you know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Chain of Gold released on Yay. Tuesday. It's so exciting. It Such is. a beautiful cover. I know. I'm really, I have heard really good things about it, and I'm very excited. But I am withholding because I want to reread the Infernal Devices before I jump in. That's a good idea. Yeah. Are you going to reread them with us? I mean, That's I'm going to do that to also, but I'm not going to wait. Because <laughs> I'm not crazy like Robin is. I don't know. I'm afraid. I've been doing the Instagram stuff. Yeah. And I'm afraid I'm going to see spoilers. And I it will feel like really break my heart. So I think I'm just going to do it. Uh, yeah, I agree. That's a good idea. Because I was thinking even reading synopsises of the Infernal Devices. Mm-hmm. Just so that way I'm like, okay, I remember all the so little... there's so many intricacies. I know. And from what I've heard about uh, Chain of Gold is there's a lot of characters. And if you haven't read, like, the previous... Like, it can get a little bit confusing because there's just a lot of people to keep track of. But I feel like if you've got the Infernal Devices fresh in your mind, and then also... The Bane Chronicles and da 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 and all the other the novellas they say it's not required but it helps because it helps inform the characters and so if you inter- get introduced to the characters before I was gonna say did you read the Bane Chronicles I think that you that's thought- the one I have not read yet okay and I haven't read Red Scrolls of Magic yet mm-hmm. and clearly I've read none of it right so, so Shadowhunter Academy I got that one um the Shadow Market. Oh, yeah. novellas and then the Bane Chronicles I think there's stories in each of those that kind of introduce some of the characters that are in Chain of Gold I remember when I I listened to the audiobook and I had to turn it off mm-hmm. for um, Lady Midnight oh okay Dark Artifices thank you so it's Lord of Shadows Lady Midnight and then Queen of Air and Darkness because I haven't heard listened to Queen of Air and Darkness yet either oh my mm-hmm. what I, I almost ripped off my shirt right now. I'm just well, so I angry. wanted to um we were I was gonna get into it and then we decided to do this podcast and I was like I really need to focus my energy on City of Bones. Okay. And keep that very in my mind and not spoilery because I'm gonna get fa- I'm gonna fangirl. Yeah. Once I listen to Lord of Shadows, let's be fair. Yeah. And then that's all I'm gonna wanna talk about. So that's... I really need to focus my energy on oh, City and of for Bones. You? Oh. I can't even imagine. I'm It's so fucking good. Yeah, so that is why I have waited on that, because I really... So as soon as we're done with City of Bones, and I have all my chapters mm-hmm. written out, I'm I'm going to go in, and then I'm not going to talk to you guys for, like, two days. Right. I'm like a ping pong ball right now, just back and forth watching. I can't wait till I get to this point. I literally cannot even handle myself. I'm so excited for you to get into the later books. Circling back to what you said about yeah. The Infernal Devices and Chain of Gold. Yes. When I first did the audiobook for Lord of Shadows, uh-huh. the Dark Artifices, I remember I couldn't handle the audiobook just because I wanted to really wasn't pay, it was mindless. I wasn't paying as much attention, mm-hmm. so I bought the book and started to read it. And I got like halfway through, and I'm like, "Crud! I really need to go back and mm-hmm. and redo the Mortal Instruments just because it's they intertwine a little bit." Yeah, not that I don't know what happened, it's but nice, I want to know though. everything. Yeah, every little detail. Yeah. So I could see what you're saying with Chain of Gold and reading the Infernal Devices again. Yeah, it well, and it's been a long time. So like the Mortal Instruments, I've read multiple times, um, and then before we started doing this podcast, I read them all, like a few months before we <laughs> we started we decided <laughs> to do this podcast, and then um, so so they're very fresh. But I've only ever read the Infernal Devices once. Okay, I've read them twice. So I don't have. Like, I remember bits and pieces. And what's so funny is some of the characters, like, I don't know. I know I, I will appreciate it more 
the next go around of reading it. Okay. And I'm really excited. I got you. I think it's great you guys reread books. I'm just, I'm, I've never really been a reader. Mm-hmm. I, I read here and there, but right. I've never really had a fandom or anything like this before. So I'm hoping this will do that for me. And maybe I can pull my daughter in a little bit. Cassie, are you there? Right. <laughs> Cassie, can you hear me? I know. I'm like hounding my daughter to to read them, but she's like, mom, I'm like, I'm, I have other things to read. And I'm like, you rude. Well, I learned what t- TBR to be read. Uh-huh. I learned that today. Aww. We need to get, we need to like set her up with a Goodreads. A oh, dictionary. Yes. I think I have an account, so. I think you made one to like Kristen's books. Uh, maybe. Uh-huh. I didn't know I had one and it came up on my email recently that I don't use. Because, you know, you have one <laughs> yeah. of those. So I have like six of those. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we're all excited. And we're feeling the love from Instagram. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Thank you, Lana and Megan and Neil. Shout us out. Hit us up. Tag us on in on on in Instagram. Tell us where you're from. In and around Instagram and let us know where you're listening from. We want to know (laughs) because we're nerds and the analytics don't tell us if like there's 15 different people listening in Germany or if it's three people listening to five episodes each. It's each. one person that's super into our voices. Right, and they the listen time. from like on different platforms. <laughs> that's me. I do that. You nerd. I said in the first place that I love to hear myself talk. That's this a good point. That's just true. That's fair. Um, and also, we are about to hit 400 downloads what what as of the 5th of march we really less than a month yeah we really started this to kind of get out of the house get away from the everyday grind and it's obviously we love shadow hunters and cassandra claire and everything so and we love to hear ourselves talk exactly but it's just nice that there's so many people Wait. We just hit 401. Oh Sorry, I totally interrupted you. That's okay. I just refreshed the page and we hit 401. Kristen and I throw our hands up in the air and Robin's like, what? Like what did we, I do? Like we just don't care. <laughs> we definitely care. Thank you. We do. We really <laughs> care. Too much, probably. Yeah. Robin and I kick each other out of the... Analytics. Yeah. Because only one of us can be logged in at the same time. That's funny. I asked her the other day. I said, can she be in at the same time as me? Because I'm logging in. And she was like, nope. (laughs) We just think it's really cool that this fandom spans across everywhere. We have listeners in Germany, Ireland, UK, Canada. Sweden. Mexico. All across the United States. Mm -hmm. It's so awesome that it's. A fandom that just brings so many different people together. It's something that's awesome to be a part of. Yeah. Oh, you're getting all gushy. I am. I'm a gusher. I want to eat a gusher. <laughs> Rocket's like, you got any cake? Snacks on snacks. <laughs> all right. So enough of this chit chat. Let's kick things off with Robin's recap. Previously on Downworlder Dish. Clary and Jace go to a Catholic church to arm themselves. Jace admits to Clary that just because he knows there's a hell doesn't mean that he believes in heaven. They take the subway uptown to the seriously hard-to-find Hotel du Mort. While looking for a way in, they are interrupted by a boy named Raphael, who tells a warning tale to stay away, but ends up helping them inside and unwantedly tagging along. While searching for Simon, Raphael goes MIA, only to be found moments later unharmed. Jace sees through his facade and attacks, outing him as a vampire. Raphael's cohorts, said that and I'm not taking it back, creepily arrive and are like, dude, W2F is going on up in here, up in her. Clary Carpe DMs and has Jace take Raphael as a hostage. The negotiations don't go well, but they are saved by the howl as werewolves jump in through the window. What? To the wow. <laughs> Sorry. All right. All right. So we pick up right in the middle of the action. Jace is finally showing signs of concern. <laughs> And he's been very laissez-faire since. Not since. He's been very laissez-faire up until this point. Clary is holding on to rat, rat Simon whilst <laughs> shitting her pants. And it's literally raining werewolves. 
So now that I've set the scene for you. At the sight of the snarling pack of wolves, the vamps slowly start to back away, but Raphael ain't no bitch, and he stands his ground despite being wounded. Clary voices what we're what we're all thinking. Aren't werewolves and vampires mortal enemies? Jace immediately confirms her suspicions and ups the ante, declaring that the wolves entering the vamp's lair is an act of war. Whoopsies. Oh my god. <laughs> Oopsie daisies. Raphael is all sorts of twisted and demands answers. The biggest wolf steps forward and transforms into a man between one step and the next, a la McGonagall. Yes. <laughs> so. No. <laughs> Sheesh. Dork. You have to tell me what it's from. You've seen the movies. How do you not know who McGonagall is? What movies? Harry Potter. I haven't seen them all. She's in every one. Oh. She's like a major fucking character. Oh. It sounds like a dude's name. Sorry. Okay, this okay. Christmas, we are doing a Harry Potter a thon. It's going to happen. Mm, we'll see. You're going to take it and you're going to fucking like it. Mm-hmm. <gasps> okay. So, sidebar, Wolfie transforms into a fully clothed man, but werewolves aren't werelock aren't but werewolves aren't warlocks. That's a lot of W's, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> they don't wield magic on their own. So was he wearing a leather jacket in wolf form? Like one of those sad dogs on Halloween? Yes. Oh, had that's to. sad. <laughs> <laughs> like he was like just crammed this big old wolf just like crammed into a leather jacket. <laughs> they are not sad when they have to wear clothes. Dogs like it, okay? I don't think I don't they believe do. you at all. <laughs> so going to my part later yes are we allowed to talk about the end of the chapter right now because everybody's read the chapter okay i put a little tidbit in there like where are simon's clothes right Mm -hmm. so obviously we're both obsessed with clothing and magic you know why you know why because in harry potter transfiguration they bring their clothes with them because they're warlock or because they're wizards and and they have magic themselves but in twilight the boys are naked because they rip their clothes off when they get all wolfed out because they're not magical creatures they're transformer they're they're shapeshifters so if you're shifting shape you're not magically transforming here's the thing your clothes won't stretch Mm-hmm. that's oh. right i'm just yeah that okay. is my statement <laughs> i just your clothes aren't a harry potter tent <laughs> i was interrupted for that so i was just like oh sorry okay good good to know this is what i want to know yeah i'm getting i'm gonna nerd up if you will okay there to me there are two types of werewolves there are werewolves that are bound basically where they turn bound on the moon right full moon werewolf out okay yes to me a werewolf that can turn at will is more of a shape shifter yes than a werewolf you shape shift into a wolf form right are there two different kinds in this fandom or is that just in general in your mind in general that's in general in terms of fantasy lexicon overall in this specific can we talk about it i'm just gonna be vague so in this specific world they are influenced by the moon but they're not only influenced by the moon so they can once they have a handle on their transforming they can transform at will but when they're young transforming with the moon is something that they can't stop so they can control it once they are more mature in their wolfism yeah once they figure it out okay once you can catch the fly yeah. With the chopsticks. Yes. <laughs> Got it. That I get. All right. So the the answer is we don't know. I wonder if Simon, well, we don't know if the drink that Simon drunk, right? That's mm-hmm. how it was. Was a magic, was it a fairy drink? I think so. Or was it a magical? I think our best guess is that it's some sort fairy of. Fairy food. Fairy food. They, yeah. I think when they were Enchanted. at the party, they talked about the vamps sometimes drinking it also for fun so right so yeah. it's some it wh- whether it be warlock or fairy like someone enchanted it i don't know maybe that's why he still has his clothes because it was an enchantment mm-hmm. 
Okay. If it was an enchanted. Maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would make sense. That would make sense to me. That makes sense. I said that 14 times. I imagine now that you're talking about Simon and his clothes that he looks like like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Or Simon, obviously. Thing <laughs> <laughs> adore. <laughs> he doesn't look so because he doesn't have glasses. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway. If your name is Simon, you have to have glasses. Come on. Adorable. Right? I really do like that name. I know. Me too. I like the name Spencer until that one dude from the hills ruined it with his flesh-colored beard. <laughs> He's the worst. I don't know what that is. Oh. I forgot what his last name is. I don't remember, but I know it's Heidi and Spencer. Right. And I know the E! channel literally stopped talking about them. They refused to say that, call them by name because they were basically doing things to get oh, on yeah. TV. So, Because they're crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. Moving on. <laughs> so Wolfie tells Raphael, we didn't come for a blooding. Uh, thanks, bro. Super reassuring. When I read that, I thought it said bloodling. Like a young oh. vampire was maybe called a bloodling. <laughs> like a <little> fledgling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, okay. Haven't heard that before. Right. Then we listened to the audio version. So I was like, no, I, I read that wrong. A blooding, which I really like, by the way. If I'm ever going to start a fight... <laughs> I'm going to say, let's get down to business to have a blooding. Right. I'm here for the blooding. I've come for a blooding. I've come for a... Have you come in here looking for a blooding? It sounds very This Is Sparta, which is definitely the aesthetic that I think the wolves are aiming for. Okay. I just imagine they're all ripped dudes. Right? With like... It's like... If Rob Zombie was ripped, that's how I see this dude. Like, with, like, long hair, a grizzly beard, kind of. He's he's from beyond the wall. Yes. He's a wildling. Yes. So, while this exchange is happening, this dude is a dude. Mm -hmm. But the other wolves are wolves. Yes. They didn't all turn and they have, like, um, warriors come out and play. What are you talking about? This I know only because she's told me. The Warriors movie. From like the like, 80s. He's clinking the bottles on his I've finger. never seen that. I hate you. <laughs> Whoa. I had cable growing up. <laughs> That's a standard. <laughs> it's so funny because I did not have cable as like a young adult. Like, Well, we were busy partying. That's right. Expensive. I didn't need it. All right. Getting back on track. Wolf Dude says, we didn't come for a blooding. We came for the girl. Because of fucking course they did. Clary's a magnet for trouble. Why does everyone want her in the shadow world all of a sudden? Everybody. All of a sudden, it's been a few days, and here she is, just so popular. Right? She's a celebrity. But maybe he just wants her autograph. (laughs) I can't even with you two. I was going to give her a name like Clary the Creepy, but she's not creepy. She's not creepy. <laughs> so Jason and Clary have this exchange, like, and it's in such a short, like, moment of time. I'm just going to read it. So behind her, Jace muttered something that sounded distinctly blasphemous. You didn't tell me you knew any werewolves. She could hear the slight catch under his flat tone. He was as surprised as she was. I don't, she said. This is bad, said Jace. You said that before. It seemed worth repeating. Well, it wasn't. Clary shrank back against him. Jace, they're all looking at me. (laughs) It just cracks me up. It seems very calm of a conversation to be having while all this shit's going down. I mean, I assume they're probably hissing at each other like, you didn't tell me. Like, dude, could you really? You didn't tell me? You know, I imagine them back to back. Like Scooby-Doo or something? Uh-huh. Like Scooby-Doo? Like you make a circle. Like they're, they're circling the wagons. Wagons East. Oh my gosh. I saw the mystery machine when I went to the beach last weekend. And uh, I took a picture. I sent it in the group chat. So we will post that on our Instagram. So fun. It's hilarious. So we can see what Jason Clary and... <laughs> And crew should be rolling around in. Instead of a horse-drawn carriage. (laughs) Yeah, they need some wheels. For sure. 
All right, so seizing the opportunity to gain the upper hand, Raphael pulls in, I saw her first, and tells the wolf that since Clary trespassed on the trespassed, <laughs> trespassed on the vamp's territory, she's theirs and the pack can't have her. So, neener, neener, she's mine. Unfortunately for Raphael, it seems that was exactly what Wolfie was looking for because he launches himself at him, at the vamp because he launches himself at the vampire, transforming back into a wolf mid-air, and the two tumble to the ground in a tangle of limbs and snapping jaws. Okay, I have a question. You guys are going to have to remind me. Vampires have superhuman strength. Is this mm-hmm. correct? Okay. Yes. Okay. I was just very surprised that a 14-year-old, they said, very slim, mm-hmm. no muscle tone boy, You're like, was able to fight. Match. Yeah. <laughs> not, not a good fight, but okay. And vampires are very, very fast. Okay. Like flash. Yes. (laughs) Got it. Thank you. Upon seeing this, the wolves and vamps charge at each other, meeting with a clash in the middle of the derelict ballroom. So the way I see it in my head is like the old school, the way like the Trojans like fought, like wars. They would just like charge at each other or the Vikings or something. They just, and then just go for it. Because it's hand to hand combat. Right. The mom in me is like, that sounds dangerous. But it's like just like a sea, like coming together, just push. Like the White Walkers. Yeah. That's a fandom I can get behind. Oh, I love Game of Thrones mm. so much. Okay, anyway, moving on. <laughs> so could you imagine how loud that is? Oh, yeah. Like, especially in a ballroom. Okay. Because those ballrooms were set up for acoustics, right? Because music gets played. So I just, it would be so fucking loud. Like, I can't. I hate, like, crowded rooms with a lot of I didn't even think about. I didn't either. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought, I was like, hmm, that's weird. With the two warring downworlder factions otherwise occupied, Clary and Jay search for a way to get the fuck out of Dodge. (laughs) Only one problem, all the exits are blocked. They're, like, basically, like, up against a corner with no exits available i'm like i wouldn't want to have to like i wouldn't want to have to what wade through that shit you wouldn't be able to make it past, right i don't think like, like you're definitely gonna get killed in the crossfire i can't remember mm-hmm. are the stairs that they've been using they're not in that room Mm-mm. so they'd have to go out of that room to go find the stairs right. and there's only one set i was picturing them in the room like you've said they've made it basically like a trap the vampires have. Right. There's only one way in, and they're up these stairs, and we know. Right. And so, like, they can, it's like they can't get past the the crazies fighting. Well, that explains <laughs> a little exit. bit. That reminds me of how they were able to kind of get away. They were able to get to the stairs before any vamps or werewolves got them. Mm-hmm. Clearly, mm-hmm. there's one werewolf that's, like, after her. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So... As they're trying to figure out their next move, Rat Simon base dives from Clary's clutches, scurrying to the corner of the room and signaling to a set of moldy drapes. Gross. And of course, after Jace is like, don't go after him. He's a coward. Bah, 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 bah. And Clary's like, no, bitch. He's a fucking rat right now. <laughs> Eyes gots to go. That's what rats do. <laughs> Give him a break. Blood's thicker than hair gel. I gotta go. <laughs> So when I was, again, reading this, I imagine for some reason it's like a trap door in the floor. So, like, the drapes were on top of it. That makes literally no sense <laughs> at all. You're giving you a face. I know. Isn't it so funny? Sometimes that happens with me sometimes when I'm reading, like, especially if I'm reading fast. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I get to something that references back and I'm like whoa that is so not and then i have to go back and reread and i'm like no i'm just a fucking idiot and i was like envisioning the totally wrong thing yeah because jace starts you know slamming his shoulder i'm sorry i'm taking your thing anyway he starts slamming his shoulder into it i'm like oh how is he doing it's because it's not driving the floor (laughs) yep for a moment he just chris jericho's in like standing on the fucking the the, um benny hill theme's playing (laughs) (laughs) 
You just totally changed the entire mood of this fight right yeah, now. I'm it's really sorry. I was going to say it is Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I can't take anything serious. I'm, I'm ruining the, the demon with Jake. Right. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Jace can't seem to keep his sass in check because even in this moment of, like, literally mortal danger, he wants to be a smart ass. Uh, Clary rushes after Rat Simon and discovers a door behind the curtains because nee 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 ha ha Jace you fucking jackass <laughs> he's he's such a jerk in this he really is he's so snotty well even after all of this he's still like they're literally there to save Simon and right. that's still his opinion <laughs> so dumb anyway so the door Claire- stuck Right. Door's stuck. Jace is trying to shoulder it open. It's not working. He's just kind of bouncing off of it. And he sees a giant wolf bearing down on them. And he's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) And Clary, finally thinking for once in her goddamn life, grabs the dagger out of her belt because it's in her belt and not in her backpack. Oh, I didn't even realize that. See, that's me reading fast. Okay, thank you. (laughs) And she throws it at this thing and it lands home. So I'm super proud of Clary in this point. At this point, yeah. I thought it was Jace. She grabbed Jace's dagger. It's Jace's dagger, but it's from her belt. Yeah. Why am I like flashing you right now? Showing your belt. Right. I just thought it was from his belt. (laughs) That would be way better if she was just like, here, you don't need this. I'll do it. (laughs) Like, really? Because he's close enough to throw it, but she feels confident enough that she's going to hit home. Like you said. Right. That's great. Bullseye. So funny. Do you think you would? No, I don't think that I would have been quick enough to. Do you, like, if you threw it, do you think you would have hit him? No, I think that if I did, it would be lucky like Clary. I do not think that she has the skills to do that either. <laughs> so. I think it's in her blood. Right. Okay. So, like, it's just instinct at this point. Mm-hmm. That kind of, like, ancestral DNA kind of shit. It's okay. taken over. But, but I like, also... What is it called? Like DNA memory or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, all I can think of is Dano DNA. <laughs> there are two kinds of people in this world. <laughs> Jurassic Park likers and other people. Did you watch the video? I yeah, I don't you? love it. I like it. Sorry. Did you watch I the didn't watch I the whole you? thing, no. <laughs> okay. So I'm moving on. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. I think she has adrenaline on her side. Yeah. But you're asking about me. Yeah. If I was Clary you. or if I was me. Yeah. I don't know. I I think the thing behind throwing knives mm-hmm. is you have to have enough force behind it. Because mm-hmm. otherwise you could reach your target. But if it's not forceful, it's not actually going to puncture. Hmm. I mean, it's not as hard as you think it is. Okay. Have you thrown knives before? Yeah. Okay. So I have throwing knives and I... You own them? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I'm not super accurate. Okay. Like, I don't... I can't, like, hit a bullseye. But I've thrown knives since I was a little kid. It was one of the things, like, my dad and I did together. You just have this pocket knife. Yeah. Well, yeah. And they're, like, obviously they're heavy. So, like, they're heavy duty. So, like, any knife you're going to throw, like, you can't, like, throw a steak knife and be like, mm, plastic, plastic, like, uh... <laughs> handle that's totally gonna work oh <laughs> it's weighted yeah and like throwing knives are like sharp on both sides like they're come to a point oh so but i i i feel like i could like mm, i mean it's a big ass wolf there's a lot of target to hit mm-hmm. i 70 percent chance i i get it but like, like and scratch i scratch its arm <laughs> probably probably <laughs> i'm way more confident with a bow and arrow but interesting this summer, you guys have to come down to the farm. Well, I'll teach you how to throw knives. Interesting. Take my aggression out. It's actually, it's really exciting. Like, once you start kind of getting the, because it's all about, like, muscle memory. So, like, once you start getting into the hang of it, it's really fun. Because then you got, like, three, and you're like, do, do, do. Okay. Is it like darts? Kind of. Okay. Okay, so she throws the knife, it hits the dude, gives him just enough time for Jace to shoulder it open one more time with his 16-year-old body. 
<laughs> and Jace quickly scribbles a rune on the door once they go through it and close it to keep it closed. Um, isn't there an open room? That's what I said. Like, if there's a closed rune, why wouldn't you use the open rune to get in? So, the open rune might unlock the door. But maybe the store wasn't locked. It was just like grimed shut. Stuck. But it seems like magic. they use it. Yeah. Well, it seems like the vampires use it. The door right. is used often because of where it leads right, to. Right, so right. maybe it's probably it's not stuck. That is weird. Maybe because it does. It does say it did say that um, he had broke off the lock. So they couldn't lock it when they closed it because it, the lock had been broken off. Yeah. Again, with his 16-year-old body. Like, I don't care how much you've trained. You're, like, he can't be a linebacker. That's Maybe because he's so confident. Maybe he thought he could break the door open faster than drawing a rune. Because is drawing a rune sort of like, I imagine, like, with a wand? Is it really this, really that fast? True. Like, like if he didn't think he could do it in time. Mm -hmm. Or didn't have a steady enough hand. I don't know. I don't know. I think we're thinking too much into it. I think it was just didn't made he, for better story that yeah. he had to bust it down. Didn't he use that rune to on the gate to get it, yeah. into the church? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe he just doesn't know. The, no, he just used it. Or maybe we don't know how long this rune would last. So if he opened it, would he then be able to close it on the other side? Oh. It's oh. very good. I, I mean, probably not because it probably gets used up. When the shadow hunter uses it, I don't know. Right? Maybe it dissolves the lock. Yeah. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Things to think about. What do you mm-hmm. think? Tell us. That sounded very bitchy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Tell us what you think. <laughs> Why is my? All right. So Jason Clary carefully start to pick their way up this decrepit staircase. Like chunks of the banister are falling off in their hands. Like it's sketch AF. Sooner than they expected, only four flights up. The door bursts open, and the wolves come pouring in. Dun, dun, dun. Terrifying. Right? I'm going to throw that over to Miss Amanda. The two start running up the stairs. They get to the sixth floor, and Clary sees a door propped open by a brick. They go through the door, and they're outside on the roof. Uh, they, She realizes that they must fly. The vampires must fly up to this entrance to be able to gain access to the building. Clary begins to look for a fire escape, hoping that there's a way down. And uh, she finds one, but it's still attached to the building, which is great. She finds a fire escape still attached to the building, but it's very old and completely unusable. Jace starts to stress a little bit, which to me is um, kind of refreshing Mm -hmm. to see him showing some humanity, I guess. I don't want him to be a worry wart, but gosh, he's always so confident. Let's take our lives seriously, buddy. I mean, he doesn't for very long, but right. he's very flippant. Is that the right word? Yes. Mm-hmm. He just, nothing bothers me because I don't have feelings and I'm jaded. <laughs> like, no, you need to go to therapy. Oh, my dad killed a falcon. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was really mean. Oh, I know. But why did he tell the story? He's looking for alls. Anyway, <laughs> they the two are desperately trying to think of an escape plan. Clary starts imagining a rune with two triangles joined by a single bar and a rune with a pair of wings. So those are two different runes, right, that she's imagining? No, it's the one. It looks like a pair of wings. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. So I must have, again, read too fast or something. Okay. Got it. Jace suddenly yells, that's it. And Clary wonders if he was reading her mind. Mm. They're sending each other messages. That like was good timing. Bro J. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Jace runs over to find one of the vampire's motorcycles and quickly gets the motor going just in time. The werewolves made it through the door. (laughs) Just in time. (laughs) Uh, He drives the bike to the edge of the roof and down they go. Okay, hold on. Like straight down. Hold the (laughs) fucking door. What the hell? <laughs> because he's like, get on. Uh, what are you thinking? I don't think they're thinking. I know. But like, okay. So like, I am definitely afraid of heights. I can do just about anything. I hate flights. Okay. Flights? 
I hate heights. Well, flights, I, heights. I don't have a problem flying, but I don't like heights. Okay. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We were listening in the car. Mm-hmm. If the motorcycle is not able to fly, how is it on the top of the roof? They didn't do, like, you know when you walk your yeah. bike up a hill? They did not do that up the rickety staircase. No, you're right. You're right. And from what we read on the wiki, mm-hmm. vampires can fly because they turn into bats. A bat is not going to carry a motorcycle. Right. It 100% can fly. Yeah. Right. But, like, in that moment, being chased by a pack of wolves and a clan of angry vampires that want to suck your blood. <laughs> I would not think that far. Like, like I wouldn't make those rational thoughts. Like, I would just be like, fuck. Uh-huh. I mean, I would get on the bike because... That's your only it's, choice. It's certain death or not so certain death. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I would because, that, yeah, that's your only choice. But I think I would fuck. only get on the bike because I My trust Jace. My would be puckered. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's a good point. So, Clary is asking Jace how he knew that it could fly. And he says that he didn't. Like, he didn't think about it. He just, that was his option. Well, because they were just talking about that earlier that night. Right. It was like six chapters ago, but earlier that night they were just, he's like, I've heard rumors. He's guessing. But to Robin's point. But they, what if they were broken or not in use and they couldn't be on the street? Where else are they? I I don't know. (laughs) There are options. Maybe, like, 20 of them just gather around in bat form and fly them <laughs> One at a time. <laughs> Heave. No, no, they just, no, they just light as a feather, stiff as a board. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and all the way up. Mm-hmm. So, if the bike runs on demon energy. Mm-hmm. Demons. <laughs> yes. Amanda, this is Amanda's point. I'm yeah. sorry, I feel bad bringing mm-hmm. it up. No, you're fine. Go for it. It's obviously running. Well, vampires aren't demons. Aren't they part demon? No, no. They have a demon disease. Gosh, that's right. Okay. So do you think it's running off of basically the demon energy that is New York City? That's, yeah, that's my question. What demon energy is making the bike run? So two options that I've come up with in my, in my head as my own reasoning for why. This has zero substance. This is all just headcanon. Exactly. So in my head, I was thinking like it runs off of demon energies like gas. And I'm like, so like, do they like trap a demon and like <laughs> put it in? <laughs> right. And, like, they use up that demon and they got to get a new one. But then I was like, no, that doesn't make any sense, Kristen. You're an idiot. <laughs> they vaporize them. They obviously them. just put one demon in it. <laughs> engine is this one demon that's like trapped in some like configuration or something like a mime trying to get out i am truly horrified right now that's the way how do you fucking explain are those your two options oh (laughs) either the demon goes on e and needs to fill up oh no interesting okay no i i so I thought they got it from the vamps because for some reason, again, I'm still learning and remembering a lot mm-hmm. of information. I was thinking they were part vamp. Um, and so I was like, well, aren't they going to crash as soon as they get too far away from the hotel? Because there's no more demonic energy because they're clearly not demons. Mm-hmm. But that's a good now that they're I know realize they're not vamps. Like it must just be from in general. The demons around. Just the, the demon presence that is New York City. I think mine makes more sense. <laughs> what do you think? We are going... I'm going to make a fucking graphic. I'm going to put that on Instagram. I want to know what people think. Okay. Actually, you should look it up on Wiki because someone's probably already solved that. Okay. <laughs> We're not original at all. Okay. There's a gas tank because Jace put holy water. That's true. Mm-hmm. In some of them. So do you think the demon is stuffed into the gas tank or it's just for show? Well, that's where I came with my first <laughs> I just I can't believe I'm discussing this. And where where do like, they so build how them? they liquefy demon energy and like like <laughs> there's like a refinery. <laughs> that's 
Well, it has to be. It's a special bike, I'm assuming. It's not just a regular bike that's been converted to run off of energy. Maybe it is. Maybe it's just a regular fucking bike that was wizarded up by a warlock. Okay. And and they, you know, they take this. (laughs) I'm imagining like Cinderella spinning in circles. (laughs) They take a Jake and, okay, you you like Cinderella? Okay, we'll go with Magnus because he wears a lot of glitter. Yeah. So say Magnus takes a Jake. And he's like, magic, bibbidi-bobbidi-boo, snaps my fingers. Like the mice. Now you are in, like, your soul is in this motorcycle. (laughs) And now that's the energy it runs on. Okay. How many Jakes does it take to power a motorcycle? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's interesting that only vamps have motorcycles. Is that so far? That's... Yeah. Okay. They're the only ones that use them. They're the cool guys. Wouldn't it? Yeah. I went on the wikia. Okay. Because I had to. Let's solve this. It says vampire motorcycles are demon energy powered motorcycles owned by vampires. <laughs> the motorcycles are unique in that they are capable of flying because they run on demon energies. That's all it says. See? No one's explained it. Maybe tell we me. are original. Somebody tell me. I want to know what you guys think. Or are you not crazy and don't think this far into this shit? <laughs> I think there's like a converter. Like, there's a piece on the bike that basically takes in... What's around them? Yeah, the demon energy around them. But, but like, how how many demons are... I mean, we're not overrun by demons. I think a warlock enchanted it to be able to have that ability. I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think there's just demons all around all the time during, during in New York or in a big city or what have you. So mm-hmm. I think it's just their energies. Okay. That's, I guess, what I would imagine as well. Because, again, I thought it was from the vamps. And so, like, as the vamp is on it, I was thinking he was powering it himself. But clearly I'm wrong. Sorry. Anyway. We don't know if you were yeah. wrong. Tell us your theories, please. nobody knows because it hasn't been discussed. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, Clary starts to, as I said, she's asking him how he knew. Jace knew that the motorcycle would fly. Once again, he didn't know. He just risked their lives as he risked hers before. Mm-hmm. And um, she's starting to get mad. And he tries to rein her in a little bit by distracting her um, about the risk by pointing out the view. Um, because she's never flown before. Um, she really enjoys, you know, the feeling of being up and mm-hmm. in the air. And um, so while admiring the view... Me. <laughs> no, thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> she gets nauseous and um, gasps. She suddenly feels a scratch at her chest and eventually opens one eye. <laughs> She's christening. And uh, she sees Simon in her pocket pointing towards the sunrise. And at this point, I completely forgot Simon was with her. Okay, hold on. In her pocket? So I'm surprised. She seems like she's really grabbing onto Jace. How did he not get squished? How does she have a pocket in the dress she's wearing? Or is, or is it like he's, he's because she had a hoodie, her hoodie. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's in her, okay, her kangaroo he, pouch. How is he scratching at her chest if he's in her fucking pe- kangaroo pouch Maybe pocket? she put him in her bra. Bra. Which I, mean, I maybe, feel yeah. like Simon but, would be like, keep me here. Well, okay, so I thought the same thing because I'm like, that's where I would put yeah. a rat. No. If, not like, <laughs> Robin, if you got turned into a rat. I would put you in my boobs because Your that's the bosom. safest spot. Yeah. Yes, my bosom. Because we're bosom buddies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and you, like, but we have big boobs. Yeah. And Clary doesn't. So maybe that wouldn't be the most comfortable or secure spot. Like, I know if I stick something between my tits, it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> right? Amanda's just nodding her head because she totally, like... <laughs> It's not going yeah, anywhere. Yeah, that thing is safe. Like, Robin will put her wedding ring in her bra when she washes her hands. Right. Yep. <laughs> well, and I, um, it's got to be kind of sad for Simon to kind of be in this situation and not be able to say anything. Or I think he scoffs at one point. I don't know. Maybe that's later. Um, at the two of them talking mm-hmm. to each other. Um, but uh, it just seeing their inter- their interactions. And yeah. I think that 
for, they probably both kind of forgot as I did that Simon was there right. because there's so much adrenaline going on. And so he's kind of seeing them interact when no one else is around. That's right. got to hurt his feelings. Poor guy. But like, do you think he remembers everything that happens exactly how it happened? Like, or is there some sort of like goofy, I mean, he is Simon right now. He has right. Simon's brain right now because he showed them to the door. But do you think that when he wakes, is he going to remember it all? Or is he going to remember part of it? Is it going to be hazy? I think he'll remember. I think he will too. So there's got to be a reason that this drink exists, right? So we talked about it before, like maybe it's a prank or something, but maybe it's also kind of like alcohol. Mm-hmm. So maybe he won't. Maybe he was a little drunk. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know. So when Clary realizes Simon is the one scratching her, She realizes he's pointing towards the sunrise, and she's like, yes, very pretty, nice sunrise, Simon, sort of annoyed. Oh, my God, that really irritated me when I read that. Yes, very pretty. That's Uh what I meant. Very condescending. Yeah. Jace goes rigid as things start to click together. (laughs) God damn it. He goes rigid. (laughs) No. (laughs) I was going to say stiff. That's the same thing. We're all... In the same bucket here. Things start to click together in his mind. Bucket. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I could not help it. What's wrong with bucket? I just was trying to extend the joke. (laughs) (laughs) Extend. God damn it. Elongate. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. I'll sheath my humor. (laughs) Okay. Jace goes rigid as things start to click together. Sunrise plus steam and energy motorcycle equals no bueno. (laughs) I love that my boy Simon is the one to call attention to the problem. How awesome are his D&D skills that he knows what's going to go down? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because he knows vampires don't like the sun? I don't get it. Or demons. Okay, Mm -hmm. so that's the thing. Demons don't like the sun? Because that's, again, why it, it never gets... A, it, it, it doesn't... It has not been brought up yet. Because it... Okay. But I also don't recall it ever being brought up, so I'm not sure. Yeah, because that's why I was thinking demons, vampires. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Simon is us. Like, he's the stand-in for the reader in terms <sighs> of, like, the way his character is built. Mm-hmm. So he is the one that's being able to think objectively because he does not have emotions in this game like Clary does. So he can think about, like, and he's, he, you know, he's a nerd. So, like, yeah, he does play D&D, like you said. And he's been in this. So he's got, he has the logical part of his brain to kind of be like, well, I wonder what makes this tick. And, you know, he gets to be us mm-hmm. and kind of analyze it in a different way. Well, and let's just say, the sun coming up has nothing to do with it. He doesn't know. I'm sure he doesn't. But he's just like, oh, hey, the sun's coming up. Like, is that cool, man? Like, because I think he's just trying to get Clary's attention to show. Yeah, he knows He knows enough to ask the question. Right. Not to mention, you can't be flying a motorcycle during the day. Okay. The mundanes are going to see you. <laughs> imagine like a child's like look a star no that's a flying vampire motorcycle <laughs> bike. it's a bird it's a plane it's jace wayland <laughs> and we've got the title for the next for this episode <laughs> jace explains the severity of the situation to clary who is still confused he points the bike down toward the river the wheels skimming the surface and spray splashing in their faces and the motorcycle starts to seize up as the sun rises further into the sky. So, I have two questions here. Number one, why didn't he just park the bike there? Where? As they get across the river, onto the riverbank. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Guilty. <laughs> you know what? That question is for later. Okay. I have one question here. Yes. How, how does Jace know how to drive or fly a motorcycle? Is this part of the cool dude starter pack? Yes. Oh, I drove drove a motorcycle at Disneyland, bro. I can do it too. If it's just... Uh, on the Dumbo ride? What? Yeah, I don't know. 
Maybe I'm thinking of Universal Studios. Either way, you just put your hands on there and you sit. But the, the clutch so is on the... What is he needing to... I don't think that the, he has to clutch. I yeah. think he just... It just goes. And like with the gas and just... And mm-hmm. then you just steer. I mean, I think because other... I mean... Is he really shifting? Like, I, I don't... Is that, like, a thing? And how do you brake? Like, does that really... Because the wheels aren't spinning on anything. The mechanics don't work. Yes. So... I'm assuming if I'm a cool vampire biker dude, mm-hmm. I'm gonna want to shift the gears. I think it also drives on the road. That's true. Like, <clears throat> I felt way cooler mm-hmm. when I drove stick shift. By the way... You could be a cool vampire chick as well. Okay. Gender equality for the win. Because I agree I also like to drive a stick. Not like on the freeway in traffic. No, that's lame. Or with children nowadays. Oh my gosh. My leg would be so fucking sore. I'd just be like, knock it off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stop. That was my life when I lived in Battleground. Ugh. They narrowly escape a water landing, fly over the freeway, skim the roof of a car, and land skidding into a parking lot. Clary's body's thrashed around during their descent, and she's thrown from the bike as it slams into a barrier. She curls into a ball, hoping Simon isn't squished during her landing. Water splashes onto her face, her arm is spunked up, and the wind is knocked out of her. She instantly tries to find Rat Simon, but her pocket is empty. So, he is in a pocket. At least she's thinking about him. I just want to know... If he's really in her kangaroo pouch. Right. Because that seems like it's not safe. Maybe he popped out and was like climbing up like, hey, scratchy, scratchy. Yes. I don't know. He just like climbed up her shirt. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. And then went back into his. Although it seems like she was really attached to Jace. Physically. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. they're on this flying motorcycle. Mm -hmm. So it seems interesting that he'd be able to get out anyway. Clary realizes that she landed half in and half out of a muddy puddle. Her face, quote, felt like one big bruise, her arms aching and stinging like raw meat. (laughs) Which is just disgusting. Yeah. But I I, I like the way that the it's worded. Stinging like raw meat. Raw meat doesn't sting. But like exposed raw meat. Like I like I understand Mm -hmm. what the visual is going for but like it's a weird way to phrase it yeah i agree it's all over his face exactly the motorcycle is this misshapen heap of metal and as the sun rises further in the sky it turns to ash right interesting is it because the sunshine touched it i think so because they wrecked it no i I think think it's the sun it's the sun because demons they're sun sensitive, right? I know vampires are sun sensitive. Jace runs to Clary. He's also banged up pretty badly. His shirt sleeve is torn away and he's bleeding from a long gash. The colors drain from his face and Clary wonders. <laughs> what? You need to say where the gash is. <laughs> he's bleeding from a long gash. I do that once a month. <laughs> It's long. <laughs> a little more heavily now that I've had a child. <laughs> I just always. his sleeves torn away and he's bleeding from a gash and it's with his, his arm. On his arm. Okay. <laughs> you guys are fucking Robin. <laughs> so kids, it's basically empty. <laughs> I thought it was so, so dumb. Okay, should we just start this whole no sentence no. over again? Oh, it, sentence. Oh yeah, sentence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> his shirt sleeve is torn away and he's bleeding from a long gash on his arm. The color strained from his face, and Clary's wonders what could be so horrendous to cause that kind of reaction for him. She's like, is my leg torn off and thrown on the other side of the parking lot? Like, no, girl, you would know. No, you might not feel it. It might be in, she might be in shock. You don't think she'd feel it if you're missing a leg? I think at first you might not. I don't, okay, I obviously don't know. But I imagine a dry, like shock would take over, and you might not. Okay. She starts to get up. And feels a hand on her shoulder. It's your boy, Simon. His glasses are MIA, but he seems to be in good shape otherwise. What? Ask your question. 
Oh, by the way, where were his clothes during his rap period? Also, Suspended in animation? Okay, so we did have this conversation, mm-hmm. but if he has his clothes, why doesn't he have his glasses? They talk about that later. Oh. I think they got Next flown chapter. off. Would be my... Was, At this moment. Was, was little rat That's, Simon wearing glasses? He was Simon and Chipmunk. <laughs> what I imagine he was walking on his hind legs the way that you, you're so fucking deadpan when you say shit I think you believe it I'm like, what the fuck? am I giving off the impression I don't <laughs> she does Simon and Clary embrace thankful that each other are alive I do want to bring up I am not a fan of the dialogue exchange between Clary and Simon at this point mm-hmm. I don't like it okay what do you mean just because Simon is basically like, I can't believe you came back for me. And I'm just like, really? You can't believe it? Like, really? I would be pissed if you didn't come back for me. Right. I, I think that this conversation at this juncture, I think you're right. This conversation a couple hours from now in the infirmary? infirmary absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, okay. It's the tone of it. Mm-hmm. If it was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that for me and you came back for me. and You're so awesome. You're so Thank awesome. You. And like, we're nuts, dude. It, it feels too adult. It feels just... too much like we've been friends for ever. Mm-hmm. And I think that you're basically going to run off with these people and you don't care about me. And you're just going to leave me as a rat in this hotel full of vampires. Like he was really, aff- I don't... <laughs> He had to have known, obviously, unless, like we talked about, he was drunk and doesn't remember. He had to have known he was stolen. It's not Mm -hmm. like she left him behind. How did he expect her to find him? Well, and obviously, remember we talked about, did he remember? Did he not remember? Mm -hmm. Obviously, he remembers if he's bringing that up. Can't believe you came back for me. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, he may have been sobering up. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I understand, like, the, yeah, I mean, you're right. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Like, if it was like, I can't believe you found me. Uh-huh. I can't mm. believe. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Yeah. But I can't believe you came back from me. Like, it sounds like, I didn't think that you were as into me as I am into you. You're such a bad friend. I can't <laughs> believe you did that. That was really amazing of you. Yeah. Right. I'm not. In, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I can do about it, but I don't like that dialogue exchange. I also didn't love um, how much they embraced. I don't know why. I guess I feel bad. I was, we re-listened to this chapter today, mm-hmm. and um, I guess I didn't realize how much, like, she's, like, rubbing his back, and I just, I don't know, it felt a little, like, but I guess they went through a lot. Uh-huh. I totally understand, like, grasping at each other and mm-hmm. hugging, like, so tight and, like, not wanting to let them go. The rubbing the back thing is a little weird. Yeah. That got me. I'm like, I wouldn't, I mean, unless you were crying, I wouldn't rub your back. I... Okay. I might rub Amanda's back. She's a little bit more affectionate than you are. Okay. <laughs> I was saying. Just for instance, that's something I do to my son. Mm-hmm. When he comes up and I can just tell he needs a hug from his mommy, I'll, you know, hold him and I'll rub his back. And it's okay, baby, blah, blah, blah. I do it to my husband because I know it pisses him off and I want to get a rise out of him. <laughs> Two very different yeah approach but just because it's not something you do romantically it's the buddy pat it's the buddy pat mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i just in which i mean i love my son obviously he's mm-hmm. not my buddy he's my buddy. anyway but it's like something you don't do to me it's like it's very um platonic right okay i took it very friendly so uh-huh very friend zone i see that more now like almost like childlike, yeah. Like you're taking care of another uh-huh. person. It's okay, there, there. Re- patronizing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me rub your back. It's okay. Like when I'm sick, I want my mom to come take care of me and feed me saltine crackers and rub my back. Oh, that is so wholesome. I mean, it really is. It's I can never cute. depend on my mom to do something like that for me. <laughs> I always wanted mashed potatoes. Isn't that oh, weird? my yeah. mom made great mashed potatoes. My mom was at work. Oh. Because I'm fine. <laughs> and I can make myself condensed tomato soup Not and grilled cheese. Not when you're sick. Yeah. I never. No. 
You haven't met Mina. (laughs) After this embrace, Clary looks up to be like, what's up, Jace? What you doing? And he looks away as if the brightness of the sun hurt his eyes. It's... Is he crying? I don't know what his deal is. Well, I mean, I think it'd be hard. Like, you just went, you guys just survived basically a car crash. And she's embracing Simon. But he just came back from Rat Simon. Of course she is. Come on. Yeah. If this was, if I was Jace, uh-huh. I'd be like, oh, I'm steering. This is awkward. <laughs> I'm going to turn around. If I'm Jace, I'm like, where the hell are my sunglasses? My eyes hurt. For real, the sun needs to get out of my eyes. Okay, but another question. He, all the color drained from his face when he saw Simon behind Clary, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. He's like horrified. He knew he was there. He knew he'd be coming back, too. That's why Magnus wouldn't right. change him back. Why, why would he be horrified? Right? Was it Magnus? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that he's like, the color's draining from his face because Clary looks beat up. Oh, not because that's probably way a better answer than mine. I <laughs> that's why I was so confused. I'm like, I don't. He's not surprised, right? right. <laughs> he's like, fuck, he made it. I tried to kill him. <laughs> oh no, that's horrible. No, I think it's just because, like, basically, she's saying her face is bruised up and looks like raw meat. <laughs> so I'm sure she looks pretty like. Oh, oh, startling. Girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and I'm sure he feels guilty that, haggard. you know. Well, and Simon's beat up too. So uh-huh. I'm sure it's surprising seeing both of them. Okay. Before we go, that is the end of the chapter. That's It, it ends with him turning away. The end. I want to know. That's my discussion question. Y'all. Why do you think Jace chose to not park the motorcycle on the riverbank? as they skimmed over the river and decided to fly over the freeway and crash into a thankfully deserted parking lot. I think that he's an idiot. (laughs) But I also think that if the wheels of this super fast flying motorcycle touched the river, he would have nosedived into the fucking river because that's how physics works. So, we talked about whether or not it can drive or if he was controlling it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wasn't in the air and it gets down to the ground and he has no idea how to control this thing and I, I can't stop. I think that's why they crash is because mm-hmm. he doesn't know how to stop it, like slow it down and and he was just r- running out of time to figure it out. So, it's not part of the cool guy starter pack. So... <laughs> No. No. I don't think so. Okay. So do you think that, I don't know, was it seized completely? Like, were the wheels still moving once they hit the ground? Did it just, like, stop? I would assume. Like, the bowling alley? This never happened to me. I've never ran out of gas. No. Yeah. I like that you knocked on wood. And another column, another mark in my uh, gas tank theory column. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Just... Putting it out there, I'm just saying, if they ran out of gas when, because the demon got used up, I'm just saying, he's all gone. <laughs> anyway, his soul is gone. Louise, does do, do demons have souls? I don't know. We don't know. They're from a different dimension. They could just be us in a different dimension. We don't know. So basically, Kristen is shoved into a gas tank. Yeah, definitely. Okay. It's good. It's about to be a real big gas tank. <laughs> I got you. I hope you got a big truck. So I'm gonna put my bike in. I'm it. gonna put my body in your gas tank. Oh. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming it's similar to running out of gas, where mm-hmm. the engine just seizes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I imagine the wheels probably still work, right? I mean, they're still like wheels. They still gotta turn. Right. They just turn to dust when the sun hits them. Hmm. I don't know. It. Those are good questions. Right, because he is hitting the water because it's skidding in spring. Right. That's so splashing. Like, but, like, have you ever, like, seen, like, a paraglider, you know, like, or even a skier, like, your toe dips in the, and you whoop, head over. Mm-hmm. Ass over tea kettle? Yeah. I've what? never heard that before. Ass over tits. Ass oh. over tea kettle. 
It would almost have been better to have a water landing mm-hmm. than pavement. Uh, well, it depends on how fast they're going. Or if they can Cause, swim. Because that water would feel like pavement. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Or how high up they still were. They Although they were skidding. Because they were skidding on the water. It's, right. Yeah, but how fast they're going. I mean, yeah, ouch. Still mm-hmm. fucking hurt. And then they'd be wet, too. Sunrise. <laughs> and deal. Simon would They'd definitely, get like, either be dead or drowned. <laughs> right. Obviously, drowning is dead. <laughs> dead and drowned. Drowned and dead. <laughs> okay. I'll accept those answers. Thank you. All, All right. right. <laughs> Jinx. Oh. No. Okay. You owe, owe me a, a Diet Coke. Wild Cherry Pepsi. Or a water, because those are the two things I... Oh, coffee. Those are the things I drink. <laughs> Bitch, you owe me a coffee. <laughs> That's the adult version. way more expensive. <laughs> All right. We have less than 10 chapters to go to the end of the book. And we want to hear from you what you want to hear us <laughs> discussing on our end of book wrap-up episode. So... In case you didn't get that, we know what you know, what we know, what you know. (laughs) Friends, friends, friends. (laughs) So we will be doing a end of book wrap up episode all by itself um, to discuss City of Bones as a whole. And we need questions, discussion topics, um, weird scenarios that you want to put us in and have us talk our way out of. (laughs) Give it all to us. You can email those to downworlderdish at gmail.com or tag us, DM us on Instagram, tag us in a post, whatever. We're going to compile it all um, and hopefully have a really awesome episode to give you for the end of the book. So excited. It's going to be great. Don't say that. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be May. Sorry. That was really good. You're welcome. That was just for you. Thank you. (laughs) I guys, make sure that you read chapter 16 for our next episode, Falling Angels. All right. For behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworld or Dish Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.